people don't understand that switching careers is a lot because I've seen you switch careers like major career switches right you went from business to nursing and then through a little management in there and then you know you went from the innovation piece which is still business right then to like being a creative even though that you're going through this journey we're still a team in this you know, I'm your biggest cheerleader you can do this it's just a matter of what is actually going to be the thing that people are going to recognize you for Hello, and welcome to Talks with Sarah No Socks, a podcast about failure and how it's leading us to success. Each week, I sit down on Mondays and share my weekly failures with you, and I'm joined on Fridays with a special guest who's sharing their own story of failure and how that's led to their current success. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's show. All right, welcome everybody to this week's episode of Talks with Sarah No Socks. This week is a super special episode. I am joined by my husband, Brooks. So very different than what we're used to on the podcast, but I wanted to sit down with him and chat about what it's like to be the spouse or partner of somebody who is on this solo slash entrepreneurial creator journey and get a little peek behind the scenes. We talk very openly about everything that I'm going through and wanted to share all that with you and get some, uh, maybe some new insights from him and what his thoughts are. So without further ado, thanks for joining me, Brooks. Hello there, Sarah, even though that you're like three feet away from me, but hi. (laughs) Yeah, so funny, we're in the same house but using two different microphones and recording anyway it'll be fine we'll figure it out if there's feedback we apologize in advance so do you want to tell people a little bit about yourself or you want to just roll right into chatting about what it's like to be my husband well I mean from a background perspective um I mean obviously I'm a I'm a business major by background I have my MBA as so does you we went to the same program so entrepreneurship is a little bit different for you and myself as far as a definition standpoint, because um, we both had to write a business plan for our MBA class that we did. You were just like, you know, two semesters behind me, but I had to write a business plan uh, when I was in my undergrad. So entrepreneurship, I'll just roll right into it. Yes, she my loving wife has given me prompted questions here to talk about because that's how my brain works compared to like her brain. So, and that's how my entrepreneurship brain kind of works as well, because I am very like black and white by the book, you know, like I was taught in school that there's different um, methods of a process, right? So entrepreneurship to me, um, it it does interest me, but it's something that I believe that I, I view it in a different light. I view entrepreneurship as for me, right? I'm driving the bus for someone else's vision, right? I don't wanna be the one who comes up with the ideas and 
having it to be like my baby, right? I rather take someone else's baby and make it work. Your entrepreneurship like journey has been different because you're taking your babies, right? Your ideas, your, you know, whatever you are creating as a creator, right? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna specify that as a very broad statement, right? Because being a creator in your space and all the people that you interact with that I see you interact on Twitter, right? You are all creators, even though that you are, you have your own businesses or you work for someone and stuff like that. In my opinion, that's like a creator. So from an, from an entrepreneurship standpoint, an, an entrepreneurial standpoint, I should say, um, you know, it does interest me because I also get to see how other people um, shape what they're doing. And I've seen it a lot now because on Twitter, right? Because, you know, you follow certain people and they show up on my feed, right? Because my Twitter feed is really not like huge because I don't have many followers and stuff like that. So try, <laughs> I'm trying to like see what you're doing and then see what other people do. And it, it is, it's, it's, it's very interesting. But as far as like, does it interest me? Yes. Uh, that's, that's my simple answer to a very, large, you know, entrepreneurship, you know, like journey that people kind of go through and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot there. I know you, you did like entrepreneurship, but you do see entrepreneurship very much as the brick and mortar business model of you have a business plan, you have inventory and supply. And I think that's one been one of the interesting things that we've discussed as I've been on this path that you've said many times you don't really understand it usually because you just can't think the same way that I think so it's really interesting to me the left brain right brain situation that we have and the, the dynamic that we have because you are very much left brain and I flop right between left brain and right brain so left brain left brain being analytical and more uh, structured, I'm right brain being a bit more artistic and creative. And so <laughs> I think even just your definition of entrepreneurship and mine are so completely different, but it's always fascinating for me to hear your insights in terms of what you think entrepreneurship looks like and what this journey looks like. Cause I know it interests you, but it's not something you have ever wanted to pursue. Nope. Nope. Cause I am, like I said, I am very, like I like to draw like like you said I like the, the only analogy like when you sent me your questions today the only analogy that I can really come up with is yes I I like to drive other people's buses right I, I did it when I was a manager for 12 13 years you know starting when I was in my mid-20s and then ending you know 13 years later burnt out right like I don't want to do this anymore so it's 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 a situation where where with you, um, you know, did I expect to see things go like, what did, did, did you expect to see things go as they were any surprises? So basically where I saw you as your beginning of your process, right. And then where you're at now, um, it, 
it's two things that are totally like different in a 18 month like period, stuff like that. So um, do I think um, there were a lot of things that were good? Yes. Um, there were a lot of things that were like bad, but not bad in the sense that they were um, bad because you made them bad. It was just a bad situation that you had to learn and grow from. And that's what created the, the surprises for you because when it, and it kind of hits with anything with entrepreneurship, right? And like, you know, people today mostly, I don't know if they mostly think that entrepreneurship, but it's like Shark Tank, right? People go in front of people and they're like, oh, I have this idea. And then, you know, entrepreneurship, people think based on the TV that if someone gives you money for your idea, then you have made it as an entrepreneur. But that really isn't the case because there's many there's there's different sides of entrepreneurship that um, people have to go through and they're just on a larger scale right so a lot of a lot of things that i feel that were good for you is that you've been learning a lot of lessons along the way because it's a process and you know i love it when people on twitter are like oh my god i made $150,000 in like the first 6 months but they don't give you any context of what the heck they did, right? And I saw a tweet the other day because it was someone who you follow liked their tweet. And they were like, oh, well, here's 10 no-code tools. Go ahead and learn one of them for like six months and you'll make $10,000 a month. No, that's not, that's, even if someone learns a skill like a welder or someone who does like, AC, you know, you know, like repair, refrigerator repair, right? Like they're learning like a trade. Learning a no-code no tool is learning a trade. Becoming a designer, in my opinion, right, is, is actually learning a trade, right? Because those are things that are services that people need that you are actually like doing, right? But the, the bad part out of all of this entrepreneurship journey is is no one has the right recipe of how is actually done, right? And and people think that they have the right recipe, but guess what? Like, are they going through the journey with a significant other? In 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 comparison, they might, they may, right? But sometimes these people that are writing these stories have been doing it for 35 plus years and all of a sudden someone actually like listened to what they were doing and they like hit it big because it took them 35 years for someone to actually like listen because it's just experience right and th and that's the 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 thing that really drives me crazy sometimes with all of this is because it's the people that may have experience right that sometimes they don't I guess that's the surprise for me, right? People that are, how do you want to say, the experts in whatever craft or whatever creative space that someone is doing. They're either going to call BS on someone to say, well, where's your credentials at, right? Or you all of a sudden you have 100,000 people that believe in your word. You write a book. You're like on Oprah the next day because... 
people are like believing what you're saying from that standpoint. So I want your I, I want your take on that because those are the things that like from an overall journey, I think this has been good for both of us because I've learned a lot from you from an entrepreneurship standpoint and just like getting things off the ground. Like when you were building your business, that was fun for me because those were things that I learned in school and I got to see you deal with it. That because I certainly wouldn't want to deal with it. Like you learned contracting, like where I would have probably farmed that off to someone and told said, you know, like here you deal with it. You did work with someone as a contract, but you learned like along with it. And that's what I really enjoyed about the whole process and everything like that. So can you elaborate on some of the surprises and some of the goods and the bads that you like things that I mentioned, and because I know that you and I, we, we and this, we'll talk about this in our in our next point as far as communication. But I just want to have you just kind of just hit upon some of those things that I I mentioned. Yeah, um, oh, there's been so many good and bad things along the way, and a lot of what you touched on, we've talked about a lot. You know, the fact that context is everything, and so many people have been on this journey for such a long time and they appear to have made it big overnight because they finally found a successful product or they finally found the right fit but they've really been testing different things like you said for years and even when I look at my journey even though I'm only 18 months in as we record this I have kind of had that entrepreneurial spirit for much longer than that. Like I started playing around with ideas and websites long before I quit my job. We decided to start saving, you know, oh my gosh, like over 10 years ago now, you know, and like setting up a financial plan and taking all of those little steps to put into place that people don't always share as part of their overall picture, which is super frustrating on the social media Twitter bubble that all of these folks live in. So I think the thing that always surprises me in this journey is one, yes, how much I have learned along the way. Um, and the fact that I didn't appreciate it in that moment, I found it really stressful, especially like the contracting stuff, I worked with an attorney who was great. And yes, I did learn a lot. And I'm really glad that I did. That was a huge surprise six months later when, you know, I'm looking at contracts going, oh, I know this is probably not a good deal for me because of these things. So let me let me just add one comment to that because I think people sometimes they don't think about and it may actually surprise them, but it actually didn't create a surprise for you because you did all of that pre-work so that when you got to the point of when you wanted to contract with someone or you wanted to actually like submit your your quarterly taxes and and so like you had a plan for that even though they you didn't have like a business plan in place you knew business wise like what needs to go on hearing people that you've interact with that are kind of going down the same journey as you and they're like oh we'll figure it out in the end it's like uh you do realize that there are things that you need to do right because if you don't and the government's going to kind of come after you because you don't have all of your duckies in a row. That's what scares me the most about like the 
entrepreneurship standpoint because like anyone can fill out a piece of paper and get an EIN. It's just the matter of just how much you want to like bridge off of that. So that's, yeah, that's where I give kudos to you that you took the time to learn that or want to do that so that you didn't have any surprises. Yeah, I think a lot of people have different levels of risk tolerance and you and I both know, even though this may seem like a huge risky endeavor, it is very well planned and anticipated and I did as much as I could in the beginning to set up a plan to offload much of that risk as much as I could. I mean, there's always risk involved, but I wanted to be sure I could control the pieces I knew I was able to and... Yeah, I mean, contracting, everybody tells you don't get into this business without a contract, um, you know, insurance, all of the the non-fun stuff is really what I spent a good six months setting up while I was trying to figure out what I really wanted to do. And it felt like a lot (laughs) at the time, but I'm glad I I went that direction. Um, Yeah. Well, well, and let's let's roll into, into this then. I think when you started this it it was the communication piece that allowed us to kind of be on like the same page in regards to setting up everything um creating everything that you created right like learning everything that you learned with no code web flow right because you're like people don't understand that switching careers is a lot because i've seen you switch careers like major career switches in my opinion well not in my opinion it happened twice right you went from business to nursing and then threw a little management in there and then you know you went from just the innovation piece which is still business right then to like being a creative so everything that you've like done, you have learned on your own, but having that soundboard, i.e. like me, right? Like has been good from the standpoint of it, it gives you a, a sounding board to say, like, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And I think that's where people who are like riding solo on this and may not have a spouse or may not have the ability to like, like bounce that's where the whole community piece now is like taken off because people want access to someone who has that knowledge base so that they can just share ideas right but see i don't think there's enough people like and apologies i'm saying like a lot i don't know why but <laughs> i believe that people that are seeking that feedback can also get the feedback in a way that isn't very like trusting to them because you're relying on a mentor or a business coach to give you a direction, a confirmation of what you're doing. Sometimes that's scary. So that's where I, yeah, that's where I kind of think that me and you, even though that you're going through this journey, right, we're still a team in this because I'm, you know, I'm your biggest cheerleader from the standpoint of like, you can do this. It's just a matter of 
what is going to actually be what is actually going to be the thing that people are going to recognize you for because it's hard now right because back when we started our careers you know like mid 2000s it was different right you, you, local newspaper you know like that there was no indeed there was no nothing like that like you're there's no job boards there's it was just all you essentially got a job because like you knew someone and that's still kind of relevant today but today right people look at you you know from your portfolio and all that stuff so you know i see you use communication outside of just me being a supporter right you have other means of supporting each other and that's where like i think this creative space there's so many people that will support you mm -hmm. right but there's also the bad part of it where people will support you till the nines but are they essentially going to help you we have a plan financially right like we've always had one but if you don't have that plan financially you're trying to make as much money as you can in a short amount of time because you never know when the next big X is going to hit and you're, you know, you can't make that money like you did before or have that success or do what you want to do and stuff like that. So that's what really scares me with this whole endeavor, because it's like, you know, you and I have this communication to the whole, well, what if X happens, right? And that was like a conversation that you and I had like a couple of weeks ago. Because it was just a level set, but that's you and I, right? That's our relationship. That's our, you know, that's 20 years of marriage this year, right? Like we know, you know, if something's bothering me and I know if something's bothering you. And then essentially we just bother the heck out of each other until one of us says, yo, can you spill the beans? Because this, this, this needs to be talked about. And then we talk about it for 15 minutes. Sometimes we laugh, sometimes we cry. Sometimes we're like, you know, I don't like what you're saying, but then we circle back around to where we know it's a, it's a level of trust that we have. And that's what scares me about this whole endeavor because people don't have that. And then people get in, people get in their head that they have to, like, it's the fight or flight mentality. I'm going to try to grab as much work as I can so I can do whatever instead of thinking like, you know, hey, uh, you know, can I mentor Timmy over here, who's a new designer? I know that's the name that comes up, you know, and, and kind of help people, right? Like that's, see, but that's just me though, right? Like if I was a person in a creative space and I had like 35 years of experience, I'd be wanting to help everyone because your trade gets better as everyone else gets better in the space. If you got someone making the only billboards out there for all these movies and stuff like that. Well, guess what? They're going to get pretty darn boring. It's the same way with car designers, right? Sorry, I'm kind of a car guy. So this is my only analogy I can get. Like major car companies today don't have the same designers designing their cars 10, 15 years ago because they flip-flop manufacturers, right? They get rid of new, new thought process and stuff like that. That's why cars don't look the same like they did 10 years ago because people are always changing and they're wanting to do better. So, but I think that what truly 
does really scare me to get back to the point is that whole communication piece where people don't have the ability to like just talk to someone to get reassurance that am I doing the right thing am I not doing the right thing and I think that's where people feel like they fail but it may not necessarily be a failure it's just you know you, you just maybe not have someone that's kind of like in your corner just kind of like helping you along so that was a lot. <laughs> it it was, but a lot of really good stuff in there. And I think people can probably discern that we have a very open relationship. We always have. We've always been huge, probably over communicators, but in the best way and have always had a plan, always been open about what's bothering us. And that is vital, especially when you have one person who is leaving a secure position that was on the path <laughs> and saying, I'm just gonna leave all this behind and figure it out. You can't do that without having open support from your spouse or partner. And I, I totally agree with you. I think a lot of the creatives really struggle with this because they might not have that same relationship with their spouse or partner or they don't have a spouse or partner and yes they don't know who to trust because you do get sucked into good marketing we both know i've fallen victim to one of those um you know you, you sometimes get sucked in because it sounds good it sounds too good to be true which means it always is but when you're in that scarcity mindset when you have that fight or flight when you think oh if i just do this one thing this will make it click they'll tell me what i'm supposed to do that is where a lot of creatives get stuck because there is no right now. And that's, and no, see, and that's... this is, this is a scary part. We finish our, each other's sentence, but yes, there is no right way to do it or wrong because I, you know, I think I fell, I don't want to use the word victim, but I, you, you fall into the mindset that this person knows what they're doing and you want to trust them. So you give them X to, you know, do the service and stuff like that. But then like when you're done with it, then that's when you realize that is it necessary was that net but that's but that's the risk that you have to take. Sometimes you have to pay to play to uh, like go through the pro because it it's all like I don't and I'll argue this to someone until I die that everything is a process regardless of what you do because there there is no in my opinion there is no overnight success right there isn't right all these people that are famous is because they've gone through a process right like all the famous singers all the you know all the bands that i listen to right all the actors right you know like they all went through a process right we watched the friends reunion thing and they told the story about how they like, you know, um, hired all the actors. Well, they all weren't big names before they got filmed, you know, or picked for friends because it's all a process, right? When you had Harry on last week, God love him. Like going to five auditions just to like pray that you're going to get one shot. It's because, it's, you know, it's like a fisherman, right? You put that reel out there, you know, are you going to get the big one? Or are you going to get the little minnow that's going to be, you know, your feeder and stuff like that? So, yeah. Yeah. 
it, it's it's a lot and I think it does scare me as well on this journey not having people who don't have support systems in place because it is a risk but everything in life is a risk but you you have to be surrounded by the right people and you have to have trusted voices whether that's in personal corners or professional corners or both I think you need a mix of both and finding those people is so 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 important and what I have noticed uh, you know the scarcity mindset yes does kick in for some creatives and those are the folks you touched upon that sometimes will you know really push to like get the most money undercut other people so they can get their uh, cash flow in hand so it takes a lot of inner work, which is another thing I think a lot of people don't talk about. And I know I've been very open about it on this journey. A lot, you need a lot of introspection, but you also need a partner who's willing to support you with that introspection and know that like, hey, I might be depressed for <laughs> six months because I'm trying to figure my shit out. Uh, so what advice would you give a spouse or partner who is trying to support somebody who's considering going on this journey or is on this journey? Oh, well, all right. So funny that you asked that because I was getting ready to roll right into that next uh, bullet point. So my advice is, and if people haven't really caught on to like my advice theme here, it, it, it is to have a plan, right? And we had a plan in place, right? But also having a support system kind of helps too, right? And if you don't have a support system, you can find one, right? Friends, family, like I, I would hope there would be someone out there that would help you, but it, it's having a plan. Because if you don't have a plan, then what are you working towards, right? And that, now granted, parts of those plans, parts of those goals are small, right? Like there are many things that you have planned that you have failed on, but it doesn't necessarily mean that what you're doing is not right or not the right thing, right? Because people's perception of success is different and you're you and that's where you fight with yourself right when you have your monday morning um you know catch-up videos that you do and you talk about failure and you talk about things that you did this week and think that you learned but see you don't give and, and i've said this and you've had friends that told you right you have learned so much in like what two i'm just gonna say two years mm -hmm. basically be two like you've just learned it's just so much that that is like a success mm -hmm. now you may look at me like i have four heads because you you wanted to make x amount of money a month mm -hmm. and that hasn't happened but that's fine because we've always been open with what we are trying to do trying to, where we want to be and what we want and so that's kind of uh, has allowed us to like be at the spot that we're at mm -hmm. but other people may not have the ability or support system or even just the means of of doing this process right but 
they may have to look at it from a different light. They may still have to work a daytime job and kind of do this on the side so that they're doing it together versus doing it separately, right? Because this day and age, I'm sorry, like the way that our economy is set up, it, it's all ass backwards in my opinion, right? Because like people wanting to do this and having the opportunity to do this is, is frowned upon in our economic system today. But some people need to do this because some people can't work a nine to five job or work 50 hours a week. So I, I blame our economy, the people that are the decision makers from that standpoint that don't necessarily allow people to go through this process. Because in other people's minds, this process that someone is going through, you went to college. So you had the opportunity to piss around for four years to figure out what you want to do. And then now guess what? You need to do this for from age 24 to 60, 62, so that you can retire. I hate to tell you people, if I was still managing right now, I, I, I probably would be the worst person like in the world because that I needed to get out of that space. Now, granted, I was still working in a corporate environment though, but I'm not doing the same thing that I did, you know, X amount of years ago. And, you know, there's people that are different. You know, there are people that will do different jobs year by year by year because they want to do something different. Mm -hmm. But see, then when someone looks at their resume and they're like, well, this person, you know, like, uh, you know, position jumps. Well, why are you faulting that person for wanting to do different things and wanting to learn anything? It's the same thing from a creative standpoint, right? You've learned how to web flow, right? Build websites, podcast, do video editing, do design, you know, you just did a wonderful piece in Photoshop, right? It, it, like those things are all learned skills, right? And you don't have to go to a four-year school. Like, like you don't have to understand, like people learn this stuff, right? Like I've known people that have torn down cars and built cars together. And guess what? They didn't go to mechanic school. They read everything out of a book, right? People that make pottery, Right? You're not going to pottery school, right? We watch that glass blowing thing on TV on Netflix. Those people have apprenticeships, right? And they're learning that as they go. They're not going to be an overnight success. See, and this is that's what bothers me out of all of this endeavor is where like people really don't I hate to, I hate to use this, but people don't talk about failure, right? Failure too much and stuff like that. And but then people joke about it, right? And, but they need to be serious about it because people fail. We fail every day, right? Like if I don't do something in my job, even if it's send, not sending an email to someone, updating someone, well, guess what? I failed because I let one of my end users down. So failure is, there's multiple ways to look at it, right? But you have to understand that what you're doing there is going to be failures and, 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 and I've witnessed a lot of it with you, but you've grown from them though. Like you, like you could have threw in the towel and said, you know, no one's contracting with me like this first six months that you did this and you could say, screw it. I'm going back, <laughs> you know, and you almost were there, but then 
<laughs> we stepped back and said, no, you're, you're going to keep going because for us, that was something that we decided that would be best for you and the best for us just to keep on, you know, doing what you're doing. So I commend you for that because a lot of people would have just basically like would have said, well, I can't do this. I can't I'm failing. I don't want to do it. I'm just going back to what I know. And I commend you that you haven't fallen into that because I believe and you and I believe that there is a plan for someone or the universe is going to steer you in the right direction. Some people, that universe just takes a little bit longer to kind of align you with what you need to do. But eventually, you will find something that will bring you happiness, bring you your level of success, right? And then hopefully that will bring you a little bit of money so that you can enjoy your life. And that's just the way that I feel. And if people, like I said, if people want to fight about it and, and think that there is a social norm that everyone has to deal with, well, guess what? All of those people that are successful have gone through a process, have tried and failed multiple times, right? Like these millionaires that make money today, they have failed businesses all the time. Mm -hmm. They just got lucky with one thing. And then they were able to take that money, spend that money, however they want to do it and make more money. Fortunately, that's how our economic process works, where everyone else is busting their ass trying to figure it out. And everyone is still, no, I don't want to say suffering, right? But there are people that are not as successful as, as other people. But I feel like this endeavor, like I'm kind of happy that we have gone through this together mm -hmm. because it has reassured a lot of things like in our relationship, right? That if we didn't have a strong foundation, you and I wouldn't be talking today. <laughs> but it's just plain and simple, right? Yeah. But that's just because I've seen businesses like, you know, be successful in different lights. But it's just, it's just the way that it goes, right? It's just how it is. Yeah, I think it, everybody's level of success is a little bit different. And the one thing about this with the constant failure, and I, I think there's a great point that you brought up that there are so many, I mean, even all the folks that are on Shark Tank, like go back and look at how many failed businesses that they have and how many people who were successful on Shark Tank aren't in business anymore. Because I'm sure there are a ton of them. I don't have any facts. <laughs> but I, you know, that's just the nature of how things go. It's why I'm so hell-bent on promoting failure and celebrating it. And yeah, I agree. I mean, if we didn't have the foundation that we have, we definitely wouldn't be sitting across <laughs> the room from each other having this discussion today because it comes back to communication and trust. And I think that's why I wanted to have you come on and talk about it because there are a lot of people that are considering this and don't have that foundation. And I don't think we talk about enough that we may not celebrate them publicly, but you do need that supportive foundation in your life if you're going to enter into this with someone, meaning a spouse or a partner. If you're on your own, you can certainly get that foundation along the way and, and community can help you, but you can't enter into something like this without making sure that you and your 
partner are on the same page because that will be a failure that you will regret. And it it's not always going to take a year to get on the same page. Like I said, I've talked about it before. We've been planning this ever since I went back to get my nursing degree. Like even doing that was a year. It took me a year. I gave a year's notice at work for us to save money and for me to like go back to school. And we've just... And, 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 and to... And to bridge on that, right? So my, our professional career started in early 2000s, right? When we graduated college, right? When you went to nursing school, we were still young professionally. So we weren't making the money that that we make today to kind of like, or, or had the ability to save the money, right? That we do today. So that's where we've learned those lessons, right? We've, we've lived, I don't want to say hardships, but we, you know, we've ate ramen before for dinner, right? Because we needed things to, to eat and stuff like that. But I, I don't know. I, the biggest thing that I, I feel that is out there for individuals is that there is a support system. You just got to find it, right? Like there, there is, there is, good people out there that will help you, right? And sometimes those people will ask for money. Sometimes those people will just do it out of their kindness of their heart. But you have to figure out, right? If spending a little money to like, it's the same right thing, going back to school, right? You have to, if you want to go get your master's, you have to pay for it. It's not free. But there are a lot of things that you did learning wise that there are free, there are free tools out there to learn. So, yeah. yes there is a support network out there for everyone and i think a ton of free information i mean nowadays so many people who have courses or want to help you learn and grow give away a lot of things for free and it is just a a matter of finding those safe spaces uh safe support and trusted support networks and you just you got to be open when you need help. <laughs> That's the biggest thing that I struggle with is asking for help, but that will really propel you the furthest yeah. ahead. Yeah. Yep. And if you want help, just be direct, not like creepy direct, like just, just ask, right? Like don't slide into someone's DM and be like, hi, there's a reason why you message that person, right? So just tell them like what you like, if you need help with something or if you need direction and stuff like that, because that person may help you with trying to find something that you, you can't, you know, necessarily um, find on your own. But I mean, yeah, the internet is a, is a wonderful place, right? Like I, I use YouTube all the time to figure out what I need. Like there's people always doing it and stuff from that standpoint. So, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. We chatted about a lot, but I think uh, the overwhelming theme is communication, and that has to start long before you enter into this journey. <laughs> it has to be like a foundation of communication. If you are entering this with a spouse or a partner, you just got to be honest with them from the start and uh, make sure that you're on the same page and continuously check back in with each other to make sure you're on the same page. All right. Let's wrap up with failure because, you know, the podcast is all about failure. 
So people always ask me what my biggest failure was, but I'm interested to hear what you think my biggest failure has been so far. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, you really haven't had a big failure. You've had a lot of teaching moments that yes, are failures, right? Because you pivoted a couple times with things that you wanted to hone in on things that you want to offer as like a, like your service, right. Or your skill or your trade. I, I think from a failure standpoint, see, I always take failure as like, like I said, a teaching moment that gives you assurance that this idea didn't work. I'm flipping over to this, this idea didn't work. I flipped over to that. Right. So you failed on a, on a, on a mini level, not a grand level. You, you failed because that didn't work out for you, but that's not necessarily a bad thing because you have to fail to understand if this is actually going to be the right thing for you to do. Right. And I think that's, has given you a lot of foresight on where you should focus your time and effort on versus thinking that, well, I'm just going to put all my eggs in one basket and do this for a year and see what happens, right? Because in a year, you've you've changed hindsight of what you're doing a couple of times. But yes, it was crazy, like trying to understand what you were trying to do and, and you know, like what your focus is and stuff like that. And I think that was our, our one of our, I guess, um, point star conversations that we had a couple of weeks ago because you were trying to go off another another like end right and I didn't feel like you should have gone that way so then we open up lines of communication take a step back get on the same page and then now I think you're even more focused on what you want to do now than you've ever been now granted that's that's culminating back a couple months before the conversation we had a couple weeks but it, it you know it, like i said but it's all like i didn't realize what i do today that i enjoy what i do because like i didn't fail along the way right like i was a manager i've i failed multiple times as a manager but i learned from those things but then also realized that those were things that i didn't want to like do with my career but that's different though but i'm trying to swing it back to like the whole creative space right where people that are starting on this journey need to understand failure is okay you need to learn from it you've certainly learned from it um but i think with having a direction on what you want to do like that's that's something that you failed early on but you've learned from it and you've allowed yourself to kind of like grow with it so i think that's where if you had to you know pin me down and say that was one thing that i felt from a failure standpoint that you've failed at and it's not a massive failure it's just you know a lesson learned type situation so yes i agree lots of lessons learned along the way for sure 
Oh man, such a good conversation. Hopefully this helps some people and um, yeah, we'll have to give another update in another two years. Let everybody know how things are going. You want to shout yourself out on the socials and where people can connect with you if they want to? Um, Well, I'm on Twitter. I'm not very active, but I'm at ncbrew18. Um, I did, you know, tweet back at your response today that you were interviewing me. So I said hi to all of your followers. So if people that listen to this follow you on Twitter, hopefully we'll see my response. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing with all the listeners. Hopefully they found this helpful and uh, we'll, we'll keep giving you updates along the way. Okay. Thanks for having me. And that wraps up this week's show. Thank you to our guest for joining us, sharing your journey, your fails, and lessons along the way. If you want to follow along in between episodes, you can catch me on Twitter at Sarah No Socks. And if you haven't already, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. It really does help the podcast. Until next time, bye.